Welcome to Reinvigorate, a podcast where I, Krisha, bring to you an accessible platform of the ideas and works of people with diverse backgrounds in music, mental health, and therapy. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Today we have with us Varun Venkat. Varun is a certified drum circle facilitator and member of the Drum Circle Facilitators Guild, an association based in the USA. Varun is the founder and director of Tal Inc. Varun pursued clinical psychology along with drumming and is now a published psychologist, master neurolinguistic programmer, and a drum kit player. Hi Varun, it's so good to have you. Hi, hi Krishna. Thanks, thanks a lot. I feel like this episode is going to be so interesting because you actually work towards the physical healing benefits of music. So much <laughs> to learn from you. <laughs> wow, that's 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 great. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so tell me about Talink. How did it start, and what was your inspiration? <laughs> Lovely. Okay, there's a lot of information to pack in right there. Um, <laughs> so I. I've been drumming since as long as I can remember, pretty much, and <clears throat> that's I think the and and that's the core. That's the core of it all. You know, learning the drums from my father, who used to play drums in his IIT Kharagpur College days, and wow! Uh, so he would teach me um, my first rhythms on the drum kit, and it was uh, music was always around. My mom used to be an RJ in her uh, All India Radio days in Kolkata, so. Wow! Yeah, like I mean, music was sort of always there. What, whatever kind of music, you know, even till today. Like when I wake up at home, there's when I go down, there's music and coffee. So, uh, meaning to say, I started learning the drums for myself. Uh, you know, to play the first drum kit rhythm that I ever learned is a rhythm called the bossa nova. It's a beautiful Cuban rhythm. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, thereafter I. percussion instruments and um, my parents are super like have been and are super supportive of anything that i do so uh, their main concern was okay how is this boy going to survive drumming right so right. Um, and i would uh, so i'd play i started playing in bands i started doing all that of course studies and things were you know important and keep making sure that i do that uh one of the things i was encouraged then to do was okay start teaching so basically trying to you know think up of different ways to occupy my time keep busy and well not separate my passion and my profession keep it the same thing True. so teaching i started teaching people students my youngest student was 6 years old or something it's wow, amazing that's crazy now at the time at the time and then now he's of course he's I know, twenty-five, mid, mid, twenty-something, and he's a drummer, and he's doing really well for oh. himself. So, how long yeah. have you been teaching? Oh my God! So this is I'm talking about when I was in <laughs> freaking college, and all. Oh, so a long time, long time ago. So very, very long time ago. I um, I, I'll put things in perspective uh, as we as I as I share the story. So over sure, like um, so as I started teaching. Uh, I noticed, wow, this is something I could do, you know. And working, I noticed that my youngest student was six, older student was at the time fourteen, fifteen. So, how oh. to, you know, make everybody in the like, 
10 odd of 10, 12 odd students. So how to make all of them be present through the session. So that's when I started using uh, different principles of working with groups. By this time, I've done, I mean, I'm doing my master's in psychology, or my bachelor's in psychology by this time. And okay. so my you know, psychology principles. And of course, my mother studied child psychology as she went in her college days. So there was always some uh, inspiration there, you know, to take up psychology as a subject. It's so great and, that you uh, have a psychological background, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, it, it really fits. So as I mean, as you'll discover as the story progresses. So mm-hmm. uh, working with groups, it it became more than just teaching them rhythms. It's about how to engage the youngest and the oldest and everyone in between using music. And uh, it was, of course, a beautiful discovery, like learning process for me continues to be actually. Uh-huh. Uh, and I realized that it's more about the experience. I mean, to start off with, I would spend a lot of time reprimanding <laughs> students to like, you know, pay attention. And I'm like, okay, if I'm just spending half my class doing that, when am I actually teaching? So let's, let me find ways that they don't have to pay attention, but attention is inspired because people don't like to pay anything. True. <laughs> so, right. So therefore, uh, the question is to bring out this attention, inspire it and, um, and that started happening through the process of what I now call facilitation, because the definition of the word facilitation is to make a process easy, enjoyable. Okay. And uh, something that we can use regardless of what profession we are in, because we, you know, no man's an island. We work in a, in a group. We uh, need to interact with people. And this is a skill that if we possess, uh, will make life very, very simple. So using the drums, of course, I had the, unfair advantage um, quote unquote unfair uh, to okay. uh, uh, to sort of have everyone's best presence meaning the drum just brings out the child in you right you want to sit and you want to drum you want to be like crazy sure does. So, so therefore we don't I mean I I don't have to worry about people and their numerous masks and layers that they usually wear so therefore we, I could really break the monotony, break the pattern and interact with people really easily. This is again, of course, I'm putting all these words to it now because of all the study that I've done. At that point, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. I need to do this. I need to explore this and need to buy more drums. So I started, you know, just getting my hands on whatever drum I could. And slowly I started building my arsenal of instruments. And as I noticed, like, very few people will be, say, committed enough, crazy enough to learn the way, let's say, I did or a serious budding percussionist will you know, need to to become a professional drummer and teacher and player. So I will not spend time trying to convince anyone, everyone to become professionals. But let me at least enrich the lives of the person who's coming to sit and drum with me, even if it's for 20 minutes or True. 15 minutes. Or, you know, so that way I got to drum with... Uh, some young people, some amazing people from amazing backgrounds, difficult backgrounds. Uh, what, what, uh, what stand, I did a drum circle for a couple that was celebrating, and I kid you not, their 70th wedding anniversary, 7-0. Oh, how did that pan out? Oh my God. And this happened recently, like early this year or late last year. I forget. Um, lockdown has made my mind all blurry. But um, <laughs> We're all in the same boat. But, Exactly. So, but this stands out, right? I mean, and these are people who have been married 70 years. I'll be happy if I live that long. But (laughs) like, 
the thing is so how would if i wanted to teach them how to drum they'd be like hey man <laughs> you know but the fact that the whole family got together celebrating this beautiful uh, celebration right this thing, you know and it was all made better through drumming so the idea then became now let's flash back to when i was friggin 20 years old okay uh, so that's when i started saying hey okay let's if a kid can stay and play a tambourine as an older kid plays a slightly more intricate pattern on the drum i'll teach it through song i'll teach it through limericks through jokes and um i won't teach it i'll just share it right so that's the whole idea of facilitation which i believe is at the core of what i do at tal inc and the team at tal inc does is we facilitate process like and the process is similar to adding sugar in milk uh-huh. so to you know to make it better sweeter more of just to make it more otherwise uh, i realized going into a presentation going into a conference going into a, an exhibition would all be quite dry because people are it there is. they're you know they they they're in their own mental set and to break that Definitely. to bring them to the to bring them to the here and now i said okay let's let's introduce some drums into this situation and let's uh, see what happens what invariably happens is people forget what they were you know forget things for a short while which is actually a great moment because then after a lot of research on the concept of flow proposed by which was originally proposed by this amazing philosopher thinker right hi mm-hmm. he uh, um so he says just the feeling of being in the here and now fully is in itself the first step of therapy therapeutic uh, 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 intervention so anything wow. that can actually center you you know 100% is something that can potentially enrich your life and can help you heal yourself from whatever issue that you may be facing and let's let's be honest we're all fighting some sort of a battle <clears throat> and this time has really brought that to the fore like definitely uh, that's very true so yeah so therefore Uh, taking time exercising cooking reading running whatever listening to music dancing any anything that actually occupies your physical your cognitive you know emotional uh, uh, being will then help you tap into a beautifully un otherwise untapped realm of potential you know, this unlimited reservoir so right. to say where, where uh, you know there's a lot we've got capacity to heal we've got capacity to feel express and also deal with things it's great so drumming helps that and 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 today like in today's day and age we'll feel that once we, like earlier let's just say that if i if I, someone older told us by you know to do something or not to do something that's something we would believe by by one way or the other but today is the day and age of one's own experience i may or may not believe something or i may not believe something that someone tells me until i experience it for myself true and very true because i have access to uh <clears throat> information i have access to you know creating so i am a creator i am more powerful i feel more validated or and, and so therefore my experience will teach me which is great this is very <laughs> it's great. also not yeah but it also has its i mean downsides but chalo that's another podcast um <laughs> right uh, so um the drum circle then became this amazing like melting pot of 
um, uh, of experiences, of uh, collective consciousness, of empathy, of, uh, uh, you know, of a safe space. So the, here's where I could very easily superimpose psychology principles, therapy principles, group therapy principles, counseling True. principles. And that really helped because uh, better sense prevailed at my place. And after my 10th, I shifted to arts, which was a big deal then. <laughs> it still is uh, a little bit, but yeah. Well, now I'm glad at least in now in our lifetime, we'll see this nonsense of science, arts and commerce being broken down. That's actually great. Very true. Yeah, but anyway, chalo. so the, so when you talk so, about a safe place, so you know when hmm. you said that uh, people are themselves around you, I think it's really hmm. empowering to have that sort of power, you know, to sort of make people forget what they are going through for a little while. Right, but but with all like with it, like as Spider Man said, with uh, great power comes great responsibility. So, meaning, uh, it's so important to make sure that. One doesn't fall in love with that, you know, that 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 feeling and, and that glamour of, okay, wow, it's me who's doing this, right? Yeah, So definitely. the idea is then to keep shifting the spotlight and understand that facilitator. I mean, it, of course, there is a lot that one is, you know, bringing about and like another endless debate on, you know, how to lead without leading. But that's the whole concept of facilitation, that you don't fall in love with your shadow. And... Um, uh, bring out this uh, 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 stuff responsibly. So when it was with a group of children who want to have fun, there, of course, I'm not going to make them chant Om and meditate on session one. <laughs> that will be a goal uh, once I start working with them. Uh, at a marriage ceremony, I'm not going to talk about uh, therapy and training. I'm going to have fun at a at a corporate training session, I won't only dabble with the fun. I'll go deeper and talk about the objective that is uh, being, you know, that is of the session and help bring it out. At a therapy session, which is our ongoing sessions with special needs groups, I'll not just dabble with the, you know, initial ice-breaking nonsense. I'll go deep and work towards the therapeutic goal and therapy goal that we have identified. So what we've done at Talink is then identify, okay, we can work with groups Using rhythm, music, arts, various expressive and experiential arts-based formats and bring out a particular pre-decided or an exploratory objective. Right. So, um, what and the, and, the, and the core, <clears throat> the crux of Style Inc. is that we productized these services. So, we made it very uh, palatable, like very accessible. So, ah, cool, I'm a college, so I can go for a college thing, for a college offering. Because... When I started off, people were like, what do you want to do? Yeah? And I, I, was, I was young, obviously, no gray hair. And right. uh, can people take you less seriously. But that that's great because it helps you fortify your passion, your reason for what you, you know, you're doing what you do. So with every session, I found more words, more experiences, uh, more information to share with people as to why it works. And uh, so this was when in 2006, uh, yeah, in 2006, I'm looking at a poster that's in the studio. That's when the word style ink were used for the first time. This was a performance of my batch of students, as I explained to you. Right. Style ink was in the concept of also the band, uh, a band considering, uh, uh, comprising some of my most talented friends, musicians. 
and uh, that's when i started doing this work 2006 this is of course when i was still studying in college right um, just starting my masters i think or just before and um, so at this time people were surprised when doing my psychology that everyone was going for choosing simple subjects we had an option of choosing social psychology or doing a research study i'm like yes i'll do a research study <laughs> and they were like what uh, yeah and you'll be drumming and doing a research so, so i had a great time trying to explain to the so there's a garden right the uh, in in university in the university where i studied okay. i had to get permission from the department of parks and gardens car head and he was like what do you want to do you want to drum with people and yeah. so it was a great experience because my that is also laughable so at that time it was uh, <laughs> quite something then uh like like this with every experience i you know i had i got the good fortune good learning assets to do to invest and buy more stuff and it's great because then years later um, some years later i started off a proprietorship then a private limited we moved to having about 5000 instruments st- stored over all over the country Wow. and to again where i'm we're having to consolidate and you know figure out what next because uh, it's tough to move all this to an online uh, forum in today's day and age because i think 90% of everything we do is that present is the energy that is experienced when people gather right <laughs> personally now uh, we've got a very interesting uh, collective uh, hurdle to you know to jump over yeah we do it's tough getting used to the new normal yeah yeah and but interestingly uh what's i mean since uh, as we've spoken we've realized that there is an importance of um, you know mental health awareness expression catharsis and i feel that that the mental health repercussions of this pandemic it's going to be tougher to get over than the economic backlash because definitely i think we're we're an extremely resilient bunch i mean the human race i mean to get over this we will get through this true and slowly you know we'll we'll build we'll rebuild our uh, our savings our houses will be more kind and empathetic and generous giving giving more having said that i just hope and i would like to positively influence the, the, the mental health awareness resource because that's something that we're really going to need to uh, bounce back yeah totally totally i completely agree right the djembe the djembe is a west african instrument and it's uh it's an instrument that's synonymous to life in the mandeng which is the region of west africa that comprises guinea senegal ivory coast sierra leone uh-huh. uh so so that that part of the world and i have spent wow a good 10 years of my life now studying this instrument and um uh why djembe how should i say so i think here it's the question of like you know you don't choose that it chooses you kind of thing where right uh, I, i was looking my, my then drum kit teacher by his name was joshua banks he's uh, uh he's based in australia he would come here to learn tabla and i would learn from him he realized my love for percussion and said hey have you met this gentleman mamadi keita he oh. is a thing djembe player Uh, and he is to the djembe what someone like zakir hussain is to the tabla right wow so i'm like wow this is good he he handed me a dvd and i checked it out and i thought wow i need to meet this man there's something very like basically you know magnetic about 
that 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 his personality so i did a bunch of googling and searching and as luck would have it he was going to be in singapore in 2010 wow and um, i signed up for this workshop and that was pretty much it that i uh, then everything was history i said okay i need to follow this man and um, so he would travel the world uh, teaching Mm-hmm. Uh, in Jimbe, and I just like follow him like Mary's lamb. <laughs> uh, I'd meet him in a new country every year, pretty much, and uh, then I, I mean I knew that whatever it is, it will work out. So uh, then I, I sort of um, I started representing his school or his academy, which is called TTMDA Tam Tam Mandeng Jimbe Academy. Tam Tam means drums. Mandeng is the region of West Africa, and this okay. is a, a an international you know collection of teachers students players who represent uh, mamadi's way of you know ecosystem is philosophy of uh, teaching learning uh, and this it's the first uh, school to sort of offer certification and a very structured gradual process of learning so and we've also got a lot of online learning uh, uh, oh. options that people who are interested in traditionally studying the jembe can wish to opt for in today's day and age Oh, that's um, great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much why. And um, he, yeah, he's like a living legend. He's uh, spent his life teaching the jembe, and every rhythm has a story. Belongs to an ethnic group. I found so many commonalities between Indian folk percussion culture and West African folk percussion culture. Um, I interestingly got or get to or understand my own culture and accept my own culture and traditions better as I studied the culture of another country, you know, ethnicity, yeah. or country together. And uh, so it just in general, you know, widened my horizons of uh, of experience. Um, yeah. So so overall. to answer the question yeah i think it's it's something that just helped me connect to earth more and to fulfill my journey of uh, bringing ma- making music and its healing aspects more uh, uh, accessible to people it helped me with content with rhythms with songs with traditions so i studied it from of course a professional uh, uh, perspective because i play and i perform the jembe as well so right uh, i you know there is no end to how musically intricate the learning can go um but of course when i when i when i use it and when i teach it depending on the as i told you depending on the kind of group i'm working with i will give them bite size information and i'll share share with them pieces of you know music and stuff that will help enrich that um situation wow. so that's how uh, that's why jimbe and i also realized that Wow, no one had done that. The people would play jembe, but uh, it would be a whole different vocabulary of playing the tabla on the jembe, which is a some which is something beautiful and different that uh, the great Tofi Kureishi has uh, created. But it wasn't the traditional way of how uh, jembe would be played. So that is something I thought it's a great uh, addition to offer percussionists and uh, rhythm enthusiasts in India. So that's why. Wow. and you said you started teaching when you were in college so what age did you actually start practicing music or learning music wow i was I've been playing since i was like i think very young <laughs> okay. like uh, you know like when i was in my 5th 4th 5th standard I, i i in school 
I'd be drumming, playing. Like my father would teach me. There'd be music. So I remember I was over the moon when I, you know, got my first drum kit. But it wasn't until much later because I had to earn it. <laughs> right. And so yeah, I'd play on just about anything on my lap half the time on, you know, just things that made a sound and yeah, yeah. So that's how it all happened. And you have a family musical background, right? So how has that uh, sort of affected you? That's also pushed you towards the music culture. Yeah, uh, having said that, it's not a professional background because at that time, I guess, for people to choose music was a bigger taboo than it is today, right? Sure, sure, right. <laughs> the movies that um, Bandish Bandits and all did not exist then. <laughs> right. So, so therefore, um. But my dad played, yeah, he played. The, he he would play drums and guitar, and he'd play in his college band as long as as it was fun. And then he focused, of course, he focused on his main profession. Same for my mom; she would sing. But uh, what it did do is definitely, you know, added a certain like uh, energy to the family, certain um, certain something because music sort of enriches things right it True. can you know right and now we know from research that it enriches even different kinds of intelligences and so um it definitely I mean, we could see it right, right from motor coordination to memory to you know stimulating all parts of the brain wow it's amazing what music can do so um, yeah therefore therefore listening to music singing music singing along with music playing learning an instrument of any kind is always something that i would suggest to anybody and everybody wow so how did you decide to use this as a form of therapy and how do you use it as a form of therapy right right so um judging i mean uh, considering everything we have spoken of we realize that the drums can help us discover something new about ourselves true so uh, when we say the words therapy two or three things become important is that first we need a group and we need this group to come over a period of time um, regularly because um, it's very difficult to expect like you know therapy in one session so therefore True. we we will identify a goal we will work over a period of time we will uh, we we've have devised and we've come up with a lot of uh, rhythm games activities where we use the drum mm-hmm. as uh, a tool to bring out stuff that we would otherwise maybe have been shy to talk about or would not have talked spoken about or would not have known about even True. so uh, in in that way over a period of time we we analyze this so using the psychology uh, uh, background we will deploy um Uh, a pre and a post test, a, a proper research methodology, to be able to collect as much data as we can, be it qualitative or quantitative, and document uh, behavior progress through certain pre-decided markers or parameters. And that's something that uh, we've gotten really good at over the period of over the you know course of working with various groups. Wow. Uh, and. Uh, of course like whether if it's a group of um, uh, people in a rehabilitation center then there'll be a certain thing that we will work with, you know we will use when it is with a group of uh, children with, on the autism spectrum then you know we'll we, we know what expectations to set 
it's a geriatric group pediatric group an oncology department at a hospital nowadays the use of expressive arts visual art fine art music and you know different kinds of art based therapy modalities is going up the system the the the, the institutions don't you know cringe at the perspective of doing the prospect of doing this because they know now that yes music helps art helps and um, definitely so so they are able to now include that as a part of the holistic you know sort of healing uh, 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 approach using allopathy using our amazing medical uh, science discoveries uh, uh, and progress but not forgetting that dealing with issues at an at the emotional cause level true is something will literally work on the prevention uh, front so and that's where the counselor therapist healer practitioner comes in true and today one has the option of studying getting internationally accredited courses certificates and actually doing good work as opposed to well in my time when we really didn't have any course out there to study expressive art therapy music therapy and even then if there was it would be so alien and far fetched and culturally non irrelevant that no point doing it right now there are associations there are foundations there are a lot of avenues where one can learn and therefore be aware before using terms like therapy and therapist loosely because to say i'm a music That's therapist so means i need to study i need to study just i studied psychology for 7 years of my life before saying i'm a psychologist and even now i i need to use that word carefully because i'm i don't work at a hospital so even though i have done my clinical masters in clinical psychology i'm not a clinical psychologist i'm a published psychologist having done his masters in clinical psychology so right that i mean things things like this become super important to uh be aware of and to respect because you will not find a doctor claiming to be a doctor well unless it's a scan <laughs> unless that person has <laughs> right like, and so that's something that today people are aware of and it's great it's great to see that because that means okay you know i have contributed and the tribe has contributed to it actually gathering critical mass and bringing about this change in policy you know that's great sure is and uh, now that we're talking about you know um, music affecting mental health how has music affected your mental health <laughs> wow uh, interesting question meaning uh, it's crazy my 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 wife my family they all make fun of how i have a very horrible uh, memory okay but okay it's amazing because i'll remember i'll remember rhythms i'll remember songs like wow as a, i mean i have an unending appetite to remember things like that and um, they'll of course make fun of that <laughs> so clearly my musical memory is unaffected or has taken up more space <laughs> than my memory for other things That's so really uh, how is it affected how is it affected my life meaning see like for me music is my is my thing is my metaphor is my passion it's also been my work and possibly a uh, cause for stress a lot huh <laughs> so for me for <laughs> me because i yeah yeah because i've i've run a company we've employed 30 people there is you know 
pressure of deadlines pressure of making enough Definitely. to pay so hey, <laughs> interestingly to me it became a uh, something you love and hate at the same time <laughs> so wow. so so um but but therein lies therein lies uh, the answer of saying you know identifying it accepting it uh, <laughs> delegating of uh, maybe uh, cutting costs downsizing because uh, sometimes uh, <laughs> more doubling turnover is not always the answer right so, uh, i mean it, it's it's been great because see we all will i guess need to learn the lessons that we need to learn so i am happy to say that the profession that i am yeah, in or that i chose helped me get instant feedback so <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't fool myself by saying ha ha me ye kar raha hu and this is the greater you know thing i'd get instant feedback something's not working you know you fall straight back on your face and uh, wow you realize it's not working change it move along you know so in a way it was a big thing for me to uh have to deal with that much responsibility but it's also been a beautiful learning experience then to take control of the ship and say okay this is where i want to steer this and this is where this is what i need to learn where i made mistakes and had my learning uh, moments and this is how i want to um, you know work steer it in the future and uh, this time in fact the last 5 6 months have really helped um, force a lot of the choices and this and um they say hindsight 2020 so now we, we, it all makes sense now it does Mm-hmm. and what do you think are the major differences or uh, the major things that separate musical therapy from you know actual counseling therapy ah okay well talk based therapy um traditional psychotherapies uh, have the same intent as music based or art based therapy okay uh, just that uh, yeah and this the, the latter uses a medium that uh, is objective that it's new unique fun accessible and mm. puts less according to me puts less pressure on the doer the client you know on it it, it reinforces uh, objectives of non judgment of creating a safe space of rapport building so true to me if if i told you to relax get relax why aren't you relaxing why are you so stressed if i told you these things you'd be like eh i know <laughs> i should be relaxed but how to be relaxed Absolutely. and if i said hey okay let's play this let's play this rhythm let's let's listen to let's sing this song and then let's breathe for let's focus on our breath let's allow a deep breath as opposed to take a deep breath let's experience let's take our foot off the pedal so these realizations happen once we're able to calm our monkey cognitive minds consciousness right so right. that happens quicker by confusing the mind by uh, say you now the drumming is like complex motor coordination so let me give you a complex motor coordination activity and then boom let me access your subconscious by asking your true like core about something and that's, that's when thought. like yeah that's when when you uh, make that connection 
and when the client makes that connection with himself herself uh, then because that wow that magic happens because everyone wants to feel that bliss that connection and when one taps into that uh, you know mothership <laughs> bus that's it that feeling is um, sort of enough to say wow i should be doing more of this and i should be plugging out of a lot of other things that i'm actually plugged into now so true yeah. so um would you like to tell us about your meeting with michelle obama and sort of elaborate on that yeah wow i just very interestingly wrote a blog about it the other day so i'm going to i of course i'll speak about it but if want to know more visit the website thoughtinc.net sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah the meeting wow uh, 2010 is when the obamas uh, visited uh, india mumbai uh-huh. and very smart and uh, wow right what a godsend um i got a call from the friend twinkle uh, deval uh, devolina and she okay. um she said hey uh, you know would you like to do a drum circle for 30 children from difficult backgrounds i'm like yeah of course i'll do a drum circle with anybody and sure. um, then she said ha but this is a very special guest i'm like to but means of course great special guest ko bhi bola to drum kar kar payenge and wow. um, he's like no no but it's very special i'm like okay yeah don't worry i'll get a very special drum then what has to get um so <laughs> then they obviously couldn't tell me who and all for, until much later then this was for make a difference the, the, or mad the foundation that does some beautiful work in the field of education and mm. uh, jitin jitin is was at that point the one who spoke and he was heading the steering okay. group uh so then once all of this happened then he's like uh, dude uh, the special guest is michelle obama oh. like oh. so then i i got one point i was just dumbfounded and uh, i was trying to play it all cool i said oh okay wow <laughs> and uh, obviously i understood why they couldn't tell me who until you know we had agreed and things like that right <laughs> i was quite excited i mean i'm reliving that excitement now as i speak about it wow and uh, then <laughs> deep down i thought ye baad mera us visa to mil hi jayega that was quite <laughs> because um ironically <laughs> before that i think i was they deemed me too young to travel and i had a visa rejection what an irony <laughs> what an irony yeah yeah i wanted to learn if i wanted to learn drum circle facilitation but i couldn't so then i um it's crazy right for security protocol i had to pretty much submit all the documents i would have otherwise submitted for a visa application wow <laughs> so, Uh, it was great i submitted all that and cut to the day it was at mumbai university so i obviously had to reach early and you know, meet the meet the kids and it had to be a little planned because my gosh like it's not every day you drum with like them so security protocol so usually the drum circle is very organic very natural i don't like to say ye karo fir wo karo but here i had to I had to prep the kids a little bit, saying just breathe and you know enjoy, because mm. drums are kind of not a performance. It's just something that happens in the moment, True. and it's so much positive energy. The rhythm was bound to be nothing less than like wow. a beautiful, beautiful you know army of drummers playing together. 
but then uh, at the lead up to it was like my god what next what next and one gentleman who looked like he was straight you know from one of those air force one movies came up to me wearing wow. this dark he said uh, good evening mr venkat where will you be standing when the first lady approaches i'm like yaar i'll stand wherever you want me to stand yeah? <laughs> definitely so he said yeah and i was also just taking it all in right and uh, then uh, wow the first lady came and make a difference was showing showcasing all the beautiful work that they do right from computer literacy maths education and then music so the last the last area was drumming and that was also where all the press were you know located waiting for the first lady to come and take a drum right it makes for such oh. a beautiful photo so i was like mere drum circle ka drum semi circle ho gaya <laughs> uh, but it's okay i mean i <laughs> i said let's go with the flow for this one and then the first lady came i remember her she's a she's charming intelligent beautiful like such a large aura yes, and very tall so i had to i had to look up and i'm not a short person and uh, <laughs> when this she's like towering over me it's amazing <laughs> and she we shook hands and she said uh, she said she said my name is amazing she said congratulations varun keep up the good work and i'm like wow. oh gosh like, that's so like weird went, yeah weak need and everything oh my god and um, you're sitting and poor thing her her the office of the first lady then didn't allow her to play a djembe i mean had to do with you know how she would have had to sit and play in her attire and all that so oh. she was playing a tambourine yeah she's playing a tambourine and um, it was great though she i mean she's got rhythm like it shows you've seen you've seen them dance and in fact my god all the, like world over they make fun of uh, barack obama's dancing like as if he's too <laughs> you know uptight but he's got rhythm he's got they've got rhythm let me just put it that way wow and and uh, of course she was beaming with her smiles and playing and it was a short thing the experience ended so i didn't even know how the time passed <laughs> and then uh, we stopped and then uh, first lady michelle obama took um, the mic and spoke and that's the thing yeah when she speaks of everybody <laughs> listen so like you know she she was calm precise inspiring authentic it, yeah something else something else like a uh, good i'm like good let's speak about it but, <laughs> yeah and then we we you know we sat for a while and there was i think one person from the first lady security detail he was of indian origin but is american oh. and he said i play djembe and and what did you play djembe great let's play some rhythm and this is obviously after the lady first lady had left and the people okay. were packing up and we started drumming a little bit okay and it was cool playing a little bit and then i think for 30 seconds we played and then the security came said ban karo ban karo is a mess of course <laughs> but uh, that was nice and um, you know so the djembe really helps you make these beautiful connections i've met people from all over the world through this beautiful instrument and Touch would have had some amazing experiences where we played for then the ex uh, chief minister of um, Gujarat, Shrimati Anandi Ben Patel. Now she's the governor, I think. I'm not sure. Sorry. Wow. And uh, when when uh, Narendra Modi met uh, Shinzo Abe of Japan in Varanasi, 
we uh we we performed we performed a indian japanese fusion world music concert so we 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 played i had the a good fortune of performing for the prime minister. prime minister yes <laughs> yeah so we know that you do drums and um is there any specific type of music that you would suggest for you know stress and anxiety and basically just mental health issues uh that's a tough question to answer because mm-hmm. there's this thing of preference that all sorts of listening related music and therapy research have sort of uh, agreed upon and fought for in short to actually come up with a uh, what should i say scientifically sound generic you know gen- generally applicable answer is that here you like uh, say if you like certain kinds of music and if i like certain kinds of music i to me something will be therapeutic but to you it may sound like just noise right wow so yeah so that's sense. why uh, that's why listening or curation music curation based or listening based therapy sessions have to be arrived at based on a, a intensive pre uh, discussion dialogue conversation study of the music that will work for that situation or then one has to use music that is completely unrelated to any that, that culture so that's when it can bring about a nice uh, un like an objective response otherwise it may bring up a associated emotional response which is not very desirable true like if i play we will rock you very very seldom will you sleep you will want to jump up and dance and sing it and you will feel That's powerful right. right so but maybe to some person that song may he may it might bring so it might not uh, bring out that response so uh we can generalize for some songs like um you know so it all depends like so if you're working with a, a like a group of you know like like veterans army veterans then one can use music but in a way that's very that needs to be very mind be very mindful because or patriotic music for us can remind the person of the very thing that caused ptsd so like right. one needs to be one needs to be careful there um as for kinds of music see music will different kinds of music will make you feel a different way first step would be to identify that and mm-hmm. discover new music in that direction we tend to listen to a lot of music we have heard before and therefore we are listening to music from our memory so true if uh, now the cool thing is though your apple music spotify blah blah when you start listening to some kinds of music it will say also it will suggest other stuff to listen so it's great that you can then discover new music in the same uh genre genre right therefore you may and most definitely will experience a new feeling and you may feel more say reminiscent nostalgic relaxed energized depending on what mood you're going for so hmm. so in a way your streaming websites allow for you know this kind of emotional support because you'll play songs that fit your mood and that is actually quite a good place to start for my sessions of course i use a lot of uh, folk songs traditional indigenous folk songs whether it's from west africa south america or india not so much because when i'm working with an indian audience i would rather use music from another culture so that uh-huh. it doesn't it doesn't remind them of the otherwise cultural associations that they will have with indian folk music that's true so 
that's one thing i suggest for people discover music from another culture so it brings out like you you're on you it's like you're on plain ground you're not on uneven grounds mm-hmm. and any parting words any advice for our listeners anything you'd like to say my god advice no no and no answer <laughs> for anybody if you'd like to know anyone would like to know more about drums rhythm music therapy drum circles uh <clears throat> recording you know feel free to ask you know write to me talink@gmail.com and website or social media and i'm happy to you know start a conversation about anything related to music drumming therapy healing performing um, that's great yeah, music yeah music is like <laughs> <laughs> this was so much fun varun thank you so much for being here no no thank you and thank you for having me i really appreciate it um i look forward to you know to, to our paths crossing once this uh, pandemic is definitely <laughs> looking forward yeah. to it varun thank you yeah take care take care bye that was all for this episode i hope you enjoyed what you heard and i'd love for you to let me know what you thought about this episode on my instagram page thank you and have a great day Thank you.